Hey, hockey fans, welcome to Across the Pond, Hong Kong's first and only hockey podcast. I'm your host, Chris Ivany, and co host Paul McLean is joining me tonight via Skype for this very special episode. Paul, happy anniversary, bud. Happy anniversary, dude. One year down. One year down. We did it. I know. I didn't think we were going to, but we did. Oh, just a crazy year. I'm like, just unprecedented things, unprecedented things happening around the world. Here in Hong Kong, we went through the protests. Yeah. Coronavirus hit. We managed to keep things plugging away. Yep. You even left the country on me a few times, and here we well, you know, I was just like uh, getting the hell out of Dodge, man. I'm stuck in quarantine at the moment. Yep. Got nine more days to go. Nine more days. Yeah, so you made it. You made it back from uh, from your most recent trip to uh, to England. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Any highlights? Up. Any highlights from your trip? Uh, it was pretty quick, man. I was I was supposed to be over there for a little over a month, but it got cut short because. Uh, Basically, Hong Kong put a new law in saying anyone that returned back from England after the 1st of October is going to be stuck in a hotel for two weeks when they return. So I was kind of like, nah, man, I can't do that. So, yeah, I I arrived back here on the 30th and I still have to do two week quarantining and I'm bagged and tagged here with a nice little bracelet to send off an alarm if I step outside my house. Does it send off an alarm? Oh yeah, man! It gets uh, like it, it's attached to my phone. Yeah. And if I leave my if I leave my flat, uh, a signal or alarm goes off to them, right. and they contact me right uh, contact me right away. And wow. it's a, a twenty five thousand dollar fine and six months in jail. If what happens if your phone dies? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was like, what happens if like. I accidentally fall asleep and forget to plug my phone in. I'm screwed. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Yeah. So kicked out of yeah. the country. Yeah. Boom. Get out. <laughs> I was like, I was just out. But, anyway, Paul, it's uh, uh, it's nice to have you back uh, so we can wrap up this first season of podcasting. Uh, um, not the uh, exactly the way we wanted to in the studio, but hey, it is what it is. And we just have to keep making focused. adjustments on the fly this year. Well, you know, roll with the punches, baby. That's Apparently, right. it was International Podcast Day on the 30th of September, too. Was it? I mean, yeah. I, I, nobody I, told me. Nobody told me either. And there's all these international days popping up, like International Sunday, International yes. Dog Day. International, it's like every other day is an international something or other day, so you can't really keep up. But I can't apparently, keep up with it. the 30th of September, the day I arrived, was International Podcast Day. So gotcha. happy belated. Yes, I, I can't believe we made it through, but we did. And yes. tonight's uh, brought, or tonight's episode is brought to you by one of our favorite sponsors. And, you know, we, we have a lot of thank yous to give to a lot of our sponsors. We'll get to that later. Um, but yep. these guys were certainly there for us throughout the whole year. Yardley Brothers Beer. Yeah. Got yourself some spicy chicken wings or delicious pizza? What better way to wash it down than with some Yardley Brothers Beer? That's right, folks. We're stoked to have Yardy Brothers Beer as one of our sponsors. These guys are known for their scrumptious sour beers, as well as loads of other delicious brews like Lama Island IPA, Hong Kong Bastard Imperial Ale, Quit Your Job Saison, and my favorite, Machine Man Pale Ale. Want to get some of this delicious stuff inside your belly? You can find it at The Globe, Hill 65, Roundhouse, or Lama Grill. Well, heck, even swing by City Super or The Wanch. They got some bottles there. Find yourself wandering over on Lamb Island? Yardy Brothers even have a beer shack over there. Their new location is even closer to the Ferry Pier. They'll be serving cold pints from November. 
Visit their website for more information at yardleybrothers.hk. All right, Paul. So since we last spoke, the, ha- the Stanley Cup was handed out to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That no, all happened no, while I was away. It did. Not much of a shocker, to be honest. Um, no. If you look at the, the I mean, path, anyone, that, anyone that beats the Bruins deserves to win the Cup. So. Well, I know you're going to say that. So if we go all the way back. <laughs> <laughs> when you go all the way back to the beginning, that very first series against Columbus, and Tampa mm-hmm. lost the first game. Yeah. And then they won four straight. Yeah. And then they went in, they beat Boston four games to one as well. Yeah. First two series were 4 1 wins, but it didn't seem like that. They were both really, really, really hard fought series. Yeah. Especially yeah. that Boston one with the, uh, the double overtime games and, you know, like every, a mask and that, yeah. uh, you know. It was crazy. Just, uh, and then they go into the third round against the Cinderella Islanders, who uh, who gave them everything they could handle. And yep. um, and then when they got to the finals, it seemed like, you know, Dallas was. I don't think they should have even have been there. The fact that they beat Vegas four games to one was a huge surprise, and yep. they didn't really have the firepower to keep up with Tampa Bay. And it came oh. through in the end. You know, that's what ended up happening. And, I don't know if, how much of the last game you saw or where you were when you watched the replay, but that last game was pretty slow. It yeah. was one of the, it was one of the worst games of the playoffs. It was the worst I game of the playoffs, I think. Yeah, just terrible. Both teams gassed. Dallas yeah. was just completely out of gas, and it seemed yeah. like uh, they were just hanging on the whole game. The fact that it was a two nothing game was was you know they couldn't overcome all the injuries. Dallas they they had too many guys out playing banged up, and I mean everyone does, but. It caught up to them, and uh, in my opinion, the better team won. Yeah, no, you have to agree there. Um, yeah. How about the Conn Smythe? Beast. Yeah, so the Conn Smythe, obviously, uh, for the playoff MVP, uh, I think the three candidates were Hedman, Point, and uh, Vasilevsky. Yeah, all good candidates right All there. good candidates, but when push came to shove, I think Hedman was the man. What do you think? No, yeah, same. I think I might have even made that prediction yeah I, it was funny I, I think i threw out the prediction to you on uh whatsapp and then i i, I realized that the game had already finished by that point i was like oh <laughs> cheater i didn't even see it at that i was like yeah then i look at the time difference i'm like oh the game's done oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well you were bang on yeah. Yeah, you were bang on. So, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, Hedman was an absolute beast. He could have easily given it to Vasilevsky, who played every single game yeah. and uh, was an absolute beast. Braden yeah. Point was the best forward in the playoffs. He was. He was. He was a, yeah, he was a force of record. Yeah. So, uh, but like you said, three really good choices there, and yeah. uh, and they couldn't go wrong either way. But I think Victor Hedman was the was the key to every series. He played all the big minutes. Um, well, I think there was one shift he did. It was like over three minutes. Yeah, I, I think that three oh five or something like that. It was like who, when, when does that ever happen? <laughs> only, just, only just when it needs absolutely needs to happen. And uh, yeah. I guess you, you can only ask that of players every so often. Yeah. Yeah. True. True. Yeah, but yeah, congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, congratulations to Victor Hedman, um, everyone down in Tampa, all the Tampa Bay fans, and congratulations to the NHL for pulling this off because yeah, totally, yeah, a lot of points here where <laughs> we didn't think this was going to happen. No, 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 no. Yeah, but, they managed uh, to pull it off almost unscathed. Yeah, what's the word on the season now? Is it November? 
Well, I don't think anything's officially official 100% yet. Um, officially official 100%. It's not officially official yet. I want to put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> well, we are looking for ideas for some new t-shirts, so. Oh, there, right there. That's their new logo. <laughs> could be the new logo. Yeah. Um, so, Paul, uh, we, have to, uh, we have to congratulate Mr. Andy Picaro from the Puck Off podcast, who won the Playoff Podcasters Prediction Challenge. Uh, congratulations, uh, Andy, and con- and thank you to all the uh, the podcasters who played along. Um, both Andy and Joe Bartnick uh, predicted Tampa Bay to win in six games, so they both got two points in the final round. Right. I had Tampa uh, in seven, so I got one point. You had Dallas, and Danny had Dallas, and yep. Fraser had Dallas. So ended up Andy was the winner with twenty one points overall. Uh, I was in second place with 19, and then Pete was in third. Um, Pete from the Let's Go podcast. And Joe Joe Bartnick was right behind me with 17 points. Right behind him, sorry. He had 15. No, he got two in the final round. Oh, did he? Yeah, Bartnick. He picked Tampa Bay in six. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I might have made a mistake if I sent you something different. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I saw that mistake. You had me in last place. I was like, that got to be a mistake. <laughs> well, listen, <laughs> you, 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 you mashed me in predictions all year long. I know. Uh, so I don't feel guilty about beating you in the playoffs. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, we'll get over it. I'll live. Uh, another, uh, so the, the, the draft has been set. So the first yes. round of the draft is going to be very soon, actually, October 6th. And it will be held virtually. They're going to do the whole draft uh, virtually. Uh, and rounds two to seven will be held the following day, October yeah. 7th. So that'll be interesting to, uh, to see where everyone ends up. I'm sure Lafreniere is going to be the, the uh, um, number one overall pick. I don't think anyone's even discussed the, uh, the chance that there might be someone else picked number one. No. I think it's a, it's a foregone conclusion that he's going to do it. He's going to be yeah. number one. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, interesting to see how the, how the chips fall for the rest of the Canadian teams, of course. So we'll be watching closely, and uh, we'll have an update on that uh, sometime next week, Paul. Sounds good to me. Yeah. So uh, just to wrap up, I guess, the first season of the podcast, uh, some few things that happened the last few days around the NHL. Uh, it seems Henrik Lundqvist is going to be looking for a new contract somewhere. That's going to be very, very strange. Yeah, I know. Like, cannot imagine like, uh, seeing him in another jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's gonna be weird. Yeah, but he says he still wants yeah. to play and he loves to compete and he wants to win. Loves to compete. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Where do you think he's gonna go? I don't know, man. There's that's just, this is a couple guys now. You got him and you got Flurry now, who's getting up there in age, who's looking for a new home. Yeah. I don't know where they're gonna end up and whether they're gonna be willing to take a backup role uh, somewhere. <laughs> Um, yeah, just true. look for an opportunity, or maybe one of them ends up in Seattle. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I mean, he's getting up there in age. He's like what thirty eight now. Yeah, Lundqvist is definitely up there in age, and I mean, he's had a hell of a career, and he's got a lot of miles on him. So yeah, but it'll be interesting to see. You know, if he still has the hunger to play and the desire to play, someone's got to take a chance on him. Yeah, if if nothing else, just to have them there as a, you know, as an insurance piece, as, in case you get an injury. Absolutely. Yeah. So speaking of goalies, Robin Lehner signed that big deal with, uh, with Vegas. 
Yes. Yeah. So it's that the writing's on the wall for, for Mr. Fleury. Yep, yep. Which is very unfortunate. I'd, I'd hate to see him uh, go down like that. I'd like to see Flower get another chance at a starting job, and, and you know, I think, I think he can still play. I and, think so. Yeah. After those playoffs, I mean, Lehner was... He proved his spot there. Oh, absolutely. There's no. I love Leonard too, and and there's no mistake by Vegas take keeping him, and and I'm sure they would love to keep Flurry as well. But those two contracts on the same team, I don't think are feasible. Yeah, yeah. And uh, one more goalie signing. Uh, Tristan Jerry signed a nice deal with Pittsburgh. It depends, so it's, yeah. 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 So it's looking like he's going to be their their starter next year. Yeah. Yeah, so Matt just, Murray's not going to be. Murray's not. Yeah, it was like, all right, sure. Things are changing. Things are changing quickly here. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of the old unrestricted free agents as well that are kind of on the on the block. Yep. Uh, Tory Krug, yeah. Kevin Shattenkirk. Two of the big names. Yeah, yeah. Would you? What would you do if Tory Krug left? Oh, I know. I'm just like, no. Guys, come on, man. <laughs> Did Big Z say anything yet? I haven't seen any statements I haven't seen from any him. comments at all. It's just like, you know, it would be kind of sad to see him go. But uh, Yeah, it would be understandable if he did. Yeah. Tyson Berry as well on the Leafs. He's another yeah. guy that's... Uh, well, the Leafs have cap issues. They're going to have money issues. There's a few teams out there that, that are going to deal with these money issues for the next few years with the uh, frozen cap because... Yeah. You know, teams were planning on having more. Like the cap usually goes up every year a little bit. So, yeah. you know, they were looking forward to having some extra money. The Leafs, especially. Yeah, so I mean, you were saying Big Z before. He's actually another one. Yeah, but, yeah. I can, if question. Boston was to lose Krug and and Chara in the same year, I mean, that would be just oh. devastating. That would be horrible. It would be. It'd be horrible. But yeah. I, I think Big Z will probably come back. He'll get signed on. Yeah, I can't see him going into another, putting another jersey on. I think if he comes back after the wars he's been through with the Boston Bruins, yeah, I cannot see a guy like that putting on another jersey. But I guess no. stranger things have happened. Well, I'm just wondering if he call it quits. If that's the only other option. Well, yeah, I think if that if if the Bruins weren't willing to throw a couple million his way. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't, I don't see him signing somewhere else. I can't see. I mean, he's a weapon on the team, but uh, he's effective he, he, still. But I mean, he's, he's lost effective. a few he's steps. Kept, yeah, he, but he could still play important minutes. That last series, he was, he was. You could see he's getting old. I mean, he's over forty. He's, he's my age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're getting old. Yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, now nah, I can't see him going anywhere else. Uh, Krug, on the other hand. I don't know. There's been a little bit of talk of maybe, I don't know, maybe the Flames yeah. could get picked up, the Oilers even. The um, Flames and Oilers both have interesting goalie situations. So and so, those free agent goalies, one of them might end up in Alberta. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. Ole Mata was traded. Um, you know, I got that autographed puck from him this year. That the last oh, yeah. game, right yeah. before uh, the pandemic happened we were in chicago watching a game and um, yep. the next week there was no more nhl yeah so uh, mr olimata was traded to the la kings uh, yeah yeah um the kings uh, that'll be part of their rebuild i think he'll he'll log big minutes down there too yeah andre sekera uh, as well signed a deal with the yep. stars yep he's getting up there in age too he's getting up there that he's whole getting... dallas team man holy cow yeah I think he went and signed two year, wasn't it? Two year deal, yeah, yeah. Three milli. 
Yeah. So. Um, who else I noticed? Oh, um, Michael Grabner was bought out by the Coyotes. Oh, really? I didn't see that. Okay. He's one of those guys, man, who when he when he's healthy yep. and he steps into the lineup, he's got, like, game-changing speed. He kills penalties. He, he seems like every, time, every game he gets at least one breakaway. He's yeah. so he's that fast, yeah. and he he finds himself in the right places at the right time in, in the neutral zone. It seems like he's always up there and getting a breakaway or two. So I bet you somebody will take a chance on Michael Grabner. Um, yeah, yeah. Just you know that if he could stay healthy for a season, I don't know when the last time he was healthy for a whole year, but yeah, he's true. a guy who certainly uh, has flashes of brilliance. Yeah. And what do you think of Patty Lanye? Think he's gonna... Oh my gosh! I can't even believe they're admitting that they're shopping that guy. <laughs> I know it's like could be traded. I Are can't. You serious? He got sixty-three points in sixty-eight games this season. Yeah, for two pick in, back in two thousand sixteen, and they're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what? I don't know what's going on in Winnipeg. I it, there's either something going on between like management and ownership, or yeah. but. Why would they even consider, like, the, what happened with Dustin Buffon was a complete disgrace last year. Absolutely. Uh, and, and, some, and they basically traded their entire decor, and, yeah. and somehow Hellebuck wins a Vesna, gets him in the playoffs, and yeah. now they're talking about trading Patrick Line, maybe the best goal scorer in the NHL right now. Exactly, right? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. There's something going on there. I don't know what's... Something, something in the water in Winnipeg. Something in Something in the water, something going on behind the scenes. <laughs> there must be. I just don't understand. Yeah, and he's still young. He's like 22. I mean, he got a lot of years ahead of him. Oh, and, uh, a lot. He's going to score yeah. a lot of goals in the NHL. Yeah. But, so, uh, very interesting. It's going to be a great offseason, Paul. There's got, a lot of stuff is going to happen. Um, yep. The NHL can't make any official announcements yet because – they don't really know if, if cities are going to open up or if sport, yeah. like uh, what states are going to be open or what provinces in Canada, if the border is going to open. Well, that's, that's uh, are, are they going to try it's... to make hub cities again, which I've, I've heard can't... them dangle that. I, I, I can't see how that would make sense, though. Some type it's of like... regional hubs is what I've, you know, the, what I've heard discussed, and I don't know if there's any truth to any of that. But. Yeah, yeah. I think they'll do anything they can to keep the season going, but I don't think the players are going to start a season in a bubble like they did with the playoffs, like away from their families and children. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just, and, and what do you do? It's like two weeks where you have to quarantine first, and then two weeks. I, I, I don't know. Back, I don't know what the. It's, it's all kind of up in the air. They might all have to go to Texas or in Florida. Yeah, all yeah. the teams are playing in Texas and Florida. Yeah, and, Florida's uh, a safe spot to go. There's no rules there. <laughs> Just do whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> the football stadiums were full today, though. They weren't full, but oh, yeah. uh, they got fans in the stands. The boys were there with the Stanley Cup today, actually, in Tampa Bay at the football game. Yeah. Good old <laughs> Alex Kalorn, good Nova Scotia boy as well. Yeah. Always yep. the Stanley Cup. Yep. Didn't he play? Was he on the Eagles at one time? Kalorn didn't play for the Eagles. Uh, nope. I believe he played for the Mooseheads. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Might have to check in on that, but uh, yeah. I believe he was a Moosehead. So, Paul, uh, besides all of the craziness that happened throughout this this year, like we said, we were able to keep the podcast going. Um, yeah. I was able to introduce the Hockey Talks uh, segment of the show where. Um, we have people coming in via Skype and, and FaceTime and, and doing doing interviews from around the world. We've certainly, you know, 
been very fortunate with all the support we've been getting yeah. um, from from everyone, from uh, the people who helped us get started to the people who sponsored us. We we should we should just uh, take a minute to thank all those people. So, the podcast journey, folks, began a couple of years ago, um, and it took Paul and I basically a full year to get everything started. Right, everything from running around the city buying furniture. Remember the bookshelf? I carried a bookshelf about a mile down the street. <laughs> I had no idea it was so big. You you got to the studio, I was like, holy shit. I was almost dead. I, I almost didn't make it. Like I called a go I called a van to come and pick. I bought up I bought this uh bookshelf, the one that you see in all the photos in the background. It's like seven feet high. <laughs> yeah. So my van didn't show up and nobody's calling me and I'm panicking and I'm like, it's so hot out and I'm standing outside sweating. And I'm like the you know, the studios, I'm in Kennedy Town, which is the same district. Yeah. So I'm like, it, it's not that far. Like, I can walk. <laughs> so I start carrying this thing down the side of the, down the sidewalk, through traffic, <laughs> through, like, crowds of people. I'm carrying, like, a seven-foot-tall bookshelf <laughs> over my head. <laughs> I must have looked like a moron walking Straight down the street. Or the other two stooges. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it's okay. I got this, guys. No problem. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't wait. So anyway, lots of funny things like that happened and, you know, going to look at furniture that and testing out chairs and tables uh, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. all that, all that part. And then figuring out how to make a website. Oh, that was fun, wasn't it? Yeah. So basically, <laughs> uh, I just kept hearing ads for, um, for Squarespace on every other podcast that I listen yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Squarespace, Squarespace, this is the way to go, Squarespace. Man. So I'm like, well, it says if you can click and drag. Yeah. <laughs> then you can build a website. So, which is a bunch of bullcrap. It <laughs> is. It totally is. It's There's a total so lie, more. folks. It's There's not so that easy. Not that easy. It is easy, but it's yeah. not that easy. It's not that easy. And but, like yeah. making a uh, domain name, for example, oh, gosh, uh, yeah. doing all those things was just you know one thing after another, and yeah. some things I was able to get across the pond HK, and then other things I wasn't. I had so I ended up you know, trying to settle on something. And so we got across the, across the pond, hk.com. So then that happened. And then, you know, we wanted, really wanted this podcast to start off with, you know, some support and being legit. So we yeah. wanted, we got sponsors. And I want to take a moment to thank uh, Huey from Printhouse, who, who did some things for us this year with our designs and yep. all of our merchandise and the things that he was able to help us out with, our banners, you know, he was tremendous. Uh, so thank you to Huey for for that. Paul, do you want to shout out to the Yardley Brother boys? Yes, yes, yes. I remember the night that we were down at the watch and right. uh, chatted up with Luke. And yep. before I think we even got the idea out of our mouth, Luke was like, yes. <laughs> I know. I was scared. Yeah. I was like, no, don't say yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Luke. Yeah. If you're listening, I saw I got a bill for the last two kegs. <laughs> oh, geez. We can't have that. <laughs> No, the, yeah. the absolutely. Yeah. They were on board since the since the uh, very opening, uh, since I first opened my mouth to ask them. Um, uh, those guys are great. And I'm, I mean, I've been to so many of their events. Yeah. So I think maybe a bit too many because whenever I go to one of these events, people think I work for the Yardie Brothers. <laughs> well, you fit right <laughs> in with them. You look like a brewmaster. I look like something or other, but uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they've taken me to a couple of the. Uh, the kind of brewers annual meetings and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah. uh, 
yeah, I'm usually the last one to leave. <laughs> and, yeah, but uh, yeah, I love those guys. Um, yeah, I definitely got to us. Yeah, definitely got to get over that beer shack that they got once I get out of quarantine. They got yeah, we should get over and make a video uh, just uh, thanking them. Maybe we show everybody uh, that listens to the podcast. Oh yeah, what, what it's like over there. Yeah, yeah. No, it's great. I don't know if uh, if you've been. I've been a couple of times. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's yeah, a real cool it's spot. Thirty-dollar Thursdays now. Where yeah, you go right. over? They got some good deals. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who else did we have? Oh uh, well, Ben Marins was in. Uh, ben Marins Photography helped us out with uh, some photos for our website, merch, photo shoots, and you know supported us whenever we needed them. So thank you, Ben. Also, Hello, speaking brother. of Bens, we had another Ben. We have to. We have to thank. Oh, uh, the Appleby guy. The Mister Ben Appleby, yes. the creator of the Across the Pond logo. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. very talented. I just saw actually. I just saw he did a uh, the sideburns cover. I just saw today. Yeah. So really anyone good. that's in Hong Kong, uh, you've probably seen his artwork around. Yeah. Uh, you've probably seen it on album covers from local bands. Uh, all, all the Yardley Brother brews. All their yes, labels are. All their labels are done by him. He does amazing kind of like. How would you describe his work, Paul? It's like a cartoon, almost like zombie like. It's very style. yeah. That's very unique, yeah. uh, but really yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's very cool. It's very yeah. cool. So work. thank you, Ben. Uh, really appreciate um, your Kisses help. And he's going to help us as well um, for our band. And yeah. uh, hopefully next year we're going to be we're working on some new merch right now, folks. So hopefully uh, we'll get back we'll get Ben back on board to help out with that as well. Yep. Um, also, of course, Joseph Chan and the gang at the Big Bite, um, who've always supported us as well. Um, Andrew Work and his family finally went down and had their big dinner from his the prize that he won. Oh no way! Yeah, not too long ago actually. So uh, yeah, so thanks to Joe and folks. If you're looking for um, some awesome Canadian style food, uh, some wings, a poutine, an awesome burger, American style hot dog or Canadian style hot dog, whatever you want to call it. Um, lots of good eats there and friendly staff, great people and just super supportive. Um, all the stuff that they're doing right now with our softball team and we're doing charity work with Impact HK and, you know, Joe, Joe Chan's been there supporting us the whole way. So thanks again to the Big Bite. Thanks, guys. Yeah. So uh, we also uh, thank Lauren Orris every week and Fiona Chow. Uh, Fiona, of course, for helping us organize so many different guests. Um, she's been there for us uh, with everything in the hockey world, from introducing me to people to coordinating meet times and coffee dates. And, you know, uh, she's, just been, she's just been wonderful. And uh, we look forward to having her support in the future as well. So thank you, Fiona. Never met the girl. <laughs> don't know who she is. <laughs> Actually, she's been great. She'd be keeping me company on my uh, quarantine chats. That's right. She's <laughs> Thanks, good Fiona. for that. We'll chat with you tomorrow or tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, there's so many people to thank, Paul. Um, we've had some amazing guests. Uh, we started the season like not really knowing where this was going to go. And we basically interviewed everyone in the hockey world in Hong Kong. Um, some, of the, some of the pioneers... You know, the ball hockey guys, Jody and John, uh, the, the inline hockey guys, uh, referees, Rob Porter, and like, of course, Greg Smith and, and Keith Fong, who are like godfathers of hockey here, and of course, uh, ex-ranger, uh, Barry Beck. So we've, hit, we've also had local, local players like John Schichta, 
Ben, Ben McCaskill, all these guys really uh, supported us at the beginning when, it, you know, it wasn't easy to find guests and yeah. came in and spent time with us and, you know, <laughs> dealt with all the, all the issues we had in the beginning and, you know, my lack of, uh, of, of experience interviewing people and, you know, everyone was just so supportive and so great. And yeah, but you you do your research, man. I got to give hats off to you. I mean, every episode you come in with notes and scripts and all that kind of stuff, and you put a lot of time into it. Uh, yeah. A lot more than I do. Well, well, hey, man, thank you. And I was just going to mention uh, all the work that you did behind the scenes to get this thing started, especially <laughs> the jingles, uh, oh, the ads, all the editing that you do, all the time and effort, right. like. Folks, in case you didn't know, we weren't we're not making a whole lot of money here on the podcast. So Well Chris isn't I'm rolling in it. <laughs> Paul's rolling in it, yeah. <laughs> Paul uh Paul the for the first six to eight months of the podcast, whatever it was, eight months maybe, was doing all the editing, co hosting, doing it all. So Paul, thank you for all that work. No worries, man. You make really my job easy. It. So good. <laughs> sometimes. No and, edits. <laughs> and, and our newest uh producer. Uh, Andy oh, Zombathy, who's who's yeah. going to stick around for the second season of the podcast. Really excited to have Andy on board as well. And thank you, Andy, for for everything that you've done, um, the suggestions to all the work putting together some of my terribly recorded um, FaceTime and Skype <laughs> audios, especially those first few weeks. This isn't one of them. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> and I, of course, I'd be remiss not to uh, not to mention. The always popular, my favorite guy in the city, Mr. Terry Whalen. Uh, oh, here's gosh. a guy who comes in prepared and oh, talk about it. doing homework. I've never seen uh, a guy this passionate about sharing stories um, with people and the amount of time that he's putting into just finding all the backstories about the characters yeah. and the everything from the directors to the producers to to the main uh, characters in each movie that he's broken down. Just absolutely incredible stuff. So happy to have Terry on board and to be a part of this podcast. So, Mr. Whalen, thank you again for being a big part of this podcast. Oh, man, great, great storyteller. Sorry to see about the Islanders this year, but hey. Yeah. Ne- next year. Next year. He handled it well. And yeah, it's nice did. to see he's, uh, he's getting back into hockey more and more, um, yeah. probably uh, thanks to the podcast and, and – uh, yeah, so Paul, I don't know. Uh, it's been a hell of a ride. It's been an amazing first season. I'm really looking forward to keeping this train rolling into year two. Um, okay. We've got some more great guests lined up. Um, I've got uh, some a guest from Thailand, a Canadian guy in Thailand, who's going to talk about the development of hockey there. Um, we've got Andrew Kayser, who's now who was on last season. Uh, he's in Russia now with the with the with the KHL team. So it'll be great to talk to him again uh, what, about his journey. Um, you know, the great Joe Bartnick from the Puck Off podcast, who's been nothing but supportive to me throughout the last couple of years. really appreciate him and the support he's given us. Yep. And um, all, the, all the other amazing guests that we've had. I know I can't really mention every single person here, but, you know, uh, everyone back home, John Hanna, Stu McRae, Steve Dixon, uh, Dennis Bomvey, Patrick McNeil, um, I can't thank you guys enough for uh, for supporting the podcast and coming on the show. Uh, Troy Dumville, Pascal Morenci, the great Brad Smith. Uh, we've been really fortunate, Paul. I think yeah. um, some great female players, Megan Bozak, Leah Lum. Very fortunate to to kind of have this little snowball effect happen throughout the season and watch the podcast grow and 
see that it's popping up on charts in Northern Ireland and the UK. Well, it should. I mean, it's just on, insane, like to see the people around the world listening to the show, and you yeah. know, it's uh, yeah, it's been a very humbling experience. I've learned a lot this year um, personally, and and a lot more about hockey as well. So, yeah. really looking forward to keeping it going, Paul. What do you say for season two? Are you on board? Uh, I'm just going to take a couple more naps by the end of the day, and then I'll think about it. might take a shower, but uh, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence, but I'm kind of leaning towards a yes. Yeah, that'll be great to have you back, buddy. Yeah. Uh, we've got new sponsors lined up. I'm really excited to get them uh, to, to let everybody know about that. Uh, just nothing but, uh, nothing but gratitude and thanks. Uh, and, of course, my wonderful wife, Holly, who supports everything that I do, um, watching me spend hours and hours and days and nights watching games over and over again and putting up with us late night on your balcony or on your terrace putting up with paul and i late night after late night uh figuring out podcast stuff and and yeah she's nothing but supportive all the time but an extra special thank you for the for all the support with the podcast and you know she was one of the reasons i i started this podcast because she was also on a podcast uh, many moons ago and um you know, she encouraged me to do it all the way. So thanks, Holly. Was she uh, ranked in Ireland or what? <laughs> we'll have to go back and check the charts. Yeah, we'll have to go back. Anyway, folks, uh, again, uh, that's pretty much a wrap for the for the 2019-2020 hockey season. Um, off-season uh, programming will begin next week with some more great interviews. And, you know, we'll keep up to date with the draft and and hopefully uh, nothing but uh, good news about the upcoming season and hopefully things get underway before Christmas. Sweet. All right, Polly. I'm all right. Back all right. to my uh, sofa with my cats and uh, probably some Netflix. Awesome. Thanks again, everyone. That was Across the Pond, and that's a wrap. All right, thank you to our amazing sponsors. As always, The Big Bite, Yardley Brothers Beer, Ben Marin's Photography, Sunset Studio, Print House Limited, and Asia Sports Tech. Finally, thank you to Lauren Orris and Fiona Chow, who have helped us as advisors and liaisons to Hong Kong's hockey world. To support the podcast, check out our amazing merchandise on our website at acrossthepondhk.com. Check us out on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at acrossthepondhk.